Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It is Latasha Martin, and it is a fine, fine day here in sunny Buffalo. If this is your first time watching us on live, I just wanted to say welcome. If you are watching on YouTube, I would ask that you subscribe and follow. If you're watching us on Periscope, you can give us some hearts. And if you are in Facebook, that means that you are a collaborator and you're in the group called Connect, Collaborate, Create. And what we want to remind you of every day is that you have the power to choose that, whether or not you want to connect and collaborate and create so that you could be the best version of who God created you to be. So in these morning motivational moments, we actually have a, a, a conversation with you in reference to what God is saying to me to share with you so that you can be the best version of who God created you to be. And so today, our message is pretty exciting. I love when God does this. I went to bed a little sleep, a little late last night, but the cool part about it was that I woke up and God gave me the word. Like I didn't have to overthink it. He gave me the word and I was so excited and I was so grateful because it just reminds me of how faithful God is, especially when you start to put things in perspective. And so our topic for today is called The Breakdown, and I'm going to go ahead and open up in a word of prayer. And again, I don't want to be remiss without um, including our podcast listeners. Today is episode 39 on the podcast Power to Choose, and I'm going to go ahead and open up in a word of prayer. Dear God, we thank you so much for new revelation. Dear God, I'm so thankful that you showed me something that I thought I was so familiar with and you gave me a completely different perspective. And for that, I am so grateful. Dear God, I pray that anyone who hears this message today is encouraged and uplifted to dig more into their word, to go closer into relationship with you, God, so that they can continue to strive for excellence in a way that doesn't stress them out because we understand that when we receive you into our lives, the burden of our guilt, the burden of our imposter syndrome, the burden of so many things can be cast off. And just to understand that it is a spiritual warfare and it's not through our day-to-day -day actions that we win the victory. And so God, I love you so much. And I pray that you use me today to be the mouthpiece of the word, the way that you want me to describe it and you want me to explain it. So Father God, I pray that the Holy Spirit just comes in and consumes this atmosphere today and that you are glorified over any word and over anything in Jesus name. Amen, amen, amen. So I'm excited to be here this morning. I'm excited to be here because this message is titled The Breakdown. The Breakdown, Breakdown, Breakdown. Anyways, um, the reason why it got me so excited is because often when I'm doing work, preparing for classes or um, just different projects that I'm working on these days, I'll have information running in the background. And so I heard so much about this um. I guess you want to call it a docu-series or a biography or I don't know. Anyways, about Michael Jordan. It was called The Last Dance. If you've seen it, give me a number one. Now, the interesting thing about this and the reason that I wasn't jumping to watch it when it initially came out on Netflix is because... Um, as a person who's a reader, and I'm, I'm, I'm a reader, and I know that readers are leaders, I read lots of business books. And it was interesting because whenever they would reference Michael Jordan, 
they would reference him in such a negative way, meaning that he wasn't an effective leader, um, just like he was selfish, just a lot of like negative things. And so my perspective on Michael Jordan, because I'm not a sports fan, was that why would I want to spend any time watching this thing called The Last Dance? However, one of the things that gets me excited is whenever I see people who I would say are anomalies, meaning that they are they excel at a level that is beyond the norm. So when you look at the bell curve, there's the 80% that fall in the middle, then there's the 10% that really doesn't perform at, you know, and they're okay with that. And then there's the 10% of people who do things as early adapters. And then there's even a smaller percentage of people who excel to what I would call this level of um, excellence that seems out of reach to most people. But there were some key things that I learned yesterday when I was watching this, this, this information or had it running in the background about Michael Jordan. And one of the things is he was a classic example of um, competition and focus and that he was an ordinary person who strived for something that was extraordinary, but it didn't just happen like this. Like there was some work that he had to put in it. And there were some things in his mind that he had to believe about himself and his abilities when he would do what he was doing. And so why am I using that today um, in reference for this topic? And I was like, God, why is it we're using the term the breakdown? And the, the subtitle, if I had to say the subtitle or reference that I wanted to bring into this is, why do you believe that? So again, the title is The Breakdown, and, and the, the question that I want to challenge you with as I share today is, why do you believe that? And so I realized after watching a few of the episodes is why I believed what I believed about Michael Jordan is because I had a brokered understanding of who Michael Jordan was. I never really took the time to hear his mouth share you know, his perspective on situations. And it's not that he's like this amazing human being. It's, it, I wasn't looking to him to be something more than what he was, but it gave me an opportunity to change my perspective. And so I was asking God, well, what scriptural reference should we bring in to help people understand this if there's a breakdown in their lives so that they can get a better understanding of how to be the best version of who you created us to be? And so in Hosea, which if you read the book of Hosea, you could read it from different perspectives. I've heard of it sometimes as more of a love story of someone who loved a woman and he loved this woman, even though she wasn't faithful, but God encouraged him to love her anyways, in spite of who she was. But then God was showing me this perspective because there was some things he wanted me to learn because it was a scripture that I've used often and this morning when I used it, good morning, Ida Lynn, it was in a different way that he was showing it to me. So let's go to Hosea 4, 6. And this is what it says. It says, my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you as my priest. Because you have ignored the law of your God, I will ignore your children. The more priests there, the more they would sin against me. They exchange their glorious God for something disgraceful. They feed on, on the sins of my people and relish their wickedness. And, and it will be like people, like priests. They will, they, I will punish both them for their ways and repay them for their deeds. 
And so when I was reading this scripture today, the reason it gave me a different perspective is because when I would read that one particular text, and that's why I share, it's important not to take things out of context. I would read people perish for the lack of knowledge. But as I read more of the text today, as I was studying it, I realized that the people that he's referencing when he was talking about the people that would perish, it's because they had a brokered experience with God and they were being misled. So now let us talk about Hosea. The book of Hosea is written, written in the Old Testament. When books were written in the Old Testament, that was before Jesus came, which means that every single person did not have an opportunity to understand who God was like we do. Once Jesus came, we, he died, he gave us grace, but he also gave us the Holy Spirit and he gave us the word of God, which is the Bible, which is our reference. So we can't use the excuse, but there's so many of us who still live life and broker perspectives of things instead of what it really is. And so when I was looking at this text today, I was looking at this text and saying, wow, you know, the, the leaders, the religious leaders at the time were misleading the people because the more they send, the more they would profit. And I think sometimes when you think about the Bible, even though people have roles and responsibilities, you still have to understand they were still what? People. And people situations can get messy. And that is why when we think about our topic for today, the breakdown, or why do you believe that? I want to challenge you today on why you think some things about yourself, why you think some things about situations, why you think about some things in just general ways. And what God was showing me this morning is, Latasha, just like you misunderstood who Michael, Je who Michael Jordan, the essence of who he was is, you misunderstood that and you stood on that. And not only did I stand on that, y'all, like because it was in a business book that I would think the source would have to fact check what they were sharing in this book. It reminded me of the importance of being clear about not just believing the book except for the word of God without fact checking that source. And so the thing that God wanted me to share with you today is, you know, your lack of knowledge about who you are and who God says you are could be preventing you from your breakthrough and you are experiencing a breakdown. What could the breakdown look like? So what I was thinking about is certain areas of my life. And what I realized is that if I don't set myself up for success, and what does that look like? It means surrounding myself with wise counsel. It means spending each morning in gratitude to God and spending time in his word to remind myself, no matter how I feel about myself, what God created me for. And if he made me in the image of God, that means that I have to believe some different things than what my mind might be telling me or my circumstances might be telling me. So the question I have for you this morning is, why do you believe some in some areas, some things that you believe about yourself? I want you to take a moment. And if things are coming to your mind, as I'm saying, you don't, why do I believe that? Why do I believe that I'm not more than a conqueror when it comes to my business? Why do I believe that I'm not worthy of an opportunity? Why do I not believe that certain goals are not, they are attainable? Why don't I believe that? Because what's in your heart, it comes out your mouth 
and it gets in your head and you start going all in the wrong direction. And so what is my challenge for you today? My challenge is if you believe some things about yourself that contradict what God says about you, then I need you to start spending some time checking the source. Why do you have that perspective? You see, I had this perspective about Michael Jordan because I based it on business books. And so when you think about business leaders, the reason I had subscribed to that is because servant leadership is really popular. And even when you think about Jesus, like he served us, he saved us, he did a lot of things for us. So when someone didn't have those certain characteristics in my brain because of the way somebody else perceived what somebody else was doing, I co-signed on that crazy. That is why it's important to have wise counsel around. But when I started to see who he was in that story, now again, it was TV and TV is going to have editing and editing and all of these things. But I will say watching that last dance, some of those episodes did give me a new perspective and helped me to understand why the majority believed that Michael Jordan is an amazing athlete that we cannot take away from him. One of the things that someone said is they said his raw talent and his ability to learn and he was coachable was the thing that made him great. And and so I was like, I can't deny that. That's true. That is true. And he believed amazing things about himself. So when you believe amazing things and you believe you believe and you behave like you really believe then nothing is impossible. And why do we know that? Because if we will remind ourselves that we are children of royalty once we accept Jesus into our lives, he is a royal, it's a royal priesthood that like God is the sovereign God. He is the author and creator of all. If we behave like we believe that we had access to the source that controls everything, perhaps we would start to believe some different things about ourselves. I know it helps me. Even today, I was sitting there because God told me to do something specific with a specific client. And I've been really stressing that because I'm like, I'm supposed to meet with them today. And if I meet with them today and I don't share what God said, or if I share what God said, then what's this going to look like? And you know what God convicted me of? He said, your disobedience could block somebody's blessing. And I said, ooh, that challenged my way of thinking. My disobedience. Your disobedience could be blocking somebody else's blessing or somebody else's learning moment or somebody else's something. The bottom line is we need to make sure we understand when we're going through these breakdowns, why do we believe what we believe about that situation and those circumstances? There was another scenario that came up with one of my kids yesterday and they came down and they were a little defeated and they were a little sad and anxious. And I said, wait a minute, why do you believe that to be the outcome? Don't you know the God that we serve? And they looked at me and I said, listen, you know, and it was funny because at the end she she quoted a scripture and I was like, see, you got to behave like you believe that. You got to behave like you believe the word of God, what it says about you, who you are, that all you need is faith of a mustard seed to move this mountain from here to there. You got to believe some things that are different. And so my question for you today, if you're struggling in an area of your life and you just feel like things just won't come together, no matter how hard you try, I want to challenge you today to say, do you know enough about why you believe that way? 
have a little talk with Jesus. Write down, again, I've been using this phrase and it's so good, an unfiltered conversation with God because he knows anyways. It's kind of like when one of your kids or a little person comes to you and says something and you know it already, but you need them to say it because once they say it, then they can co-sign that they're ready to hear you, to share your perspective on it. I believe that's the way God works with us. We are his kids and we have favor with God because we are his kids. And if we behave like we believe the truth about who God is, then that now faith, that now faith that we talk about in Hebrews 11, not that tomorrow, but that thing you could do right now to change your circumstances, it could begin with just a conversation. And then once you start to believe something different about yourself, you need to create a habit to, to act more in that way than the way of your past. Because if not, when you get stressed, you're going to go into your comfort zone and you bounce back to who to the lies that you were believing before you understood what God said about you. That is why accountability is important. That is why connect, collaborate, create is important because you got to believe some different stuff about yourself in spite of how you might be feeling. And that's the beautiful thing about the New Testament. We talked about Hosea being written in the Old Testament. So the people following these corrupt leaders, they didn't know anything other than what those leaders said. And so then their disobedience then had an impact on the people that they were, that they were leading and they felt like they profited, but it was only in materialistic things because God was not pleased with that behavior. And so there was an impact to that. In the New Testament, we've got Jesus who died for all of our sins and a sin is a sin. I know people don't like to say that. They like to say there's little white lies. No, a lie is a lie. A sin is a sin. And all sins were washed away when Jesus went up on the cross and his grace we can't earn it, no matter how good you think you are. And if you have a conversation with God, knowing that he had a plan for you before you came, if you don't feel that you're being the best version of who God created you to be, it's only because it's your inability to trust the word of God about who he says you are and what he's called you to do. And so I want you to be encouraged by God's word today, even more so than mine. And no longer go along with this theory of, well, you know, it's always been this way. No, 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 no. That is a lie. We become new creatures once we receive Jesus into our lives. And we have to put our pride down to be able to receive the gift of love. So many of us can't accept love. I know I've been guilty of it. I still struggle with it. When people want to give me that unfiltered love or love that I'm like, whoa, I don't know that person. Why are they being so nice? It's sometimes hard for me to receive. And when I receive, re reject their love, I'm rejecting Jesus's love because God uses people. And so I just want you to be encouraged today just by that one thing. Again, if you're having a breakdown I encourage you to challenge what you believe so that you can have a breakthrough by becoming closer to Christ because we serve an amazing God who is awesome, awesome, awesome and amazing. So I thank you, God, so much for reminding us of this word today to challenge how we think about ourselves and our circumstances, to understand that we just may not have enough information to make an informed decision. But dear God, I pray today that we will listen to what your word says about us 
and says about our situations and reminds us that no matter what scenario we're in, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Dear God, I pray today that you will continually um, show us new revelation through relationships and through your word. And dear God, I pray that as we go through this day today, that we begin in a place of gratitude, thanking you so much for loving us in spite of who we are and in spite of our disobedience. Dear God, I pray that we are convicted in areas of our comfort zone that has us believing lies about ourselves. Dear God, I pray today that we have breakthroughs and new relationships and new experiences. And dear God, I pray that you continue to bless me and my family, God. I'm asking for supernatural favor today um, in some specific circumstances, and you know what they are, God. And I pray that as you break through, that you are glorified in the process. And dear God, I thank you so much for loving me, for loving anyone under the sound of my voice. And I pray that we have an amazing day today. In Jesus' name we pray. And so until tomorrow, my podcast guest will talk soon. Bye. Love you guys.